You're listening to the Ready or Not podcast with me, Mabel Golden. We're here to share the stories of those living intentionally and building a life they love so that you can be inspired to do the same. Today I'm sat with Thomas Blakemore, who is a teacher here in the UAE and who I found on social media through his content that is all about helping others do the same, teaching here in the UAE. Thank you, Thomas, for, for joining me here on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Really no, appreciate it. My pleasure, my pleasure. Um, so I would love to start this episode by talking about your move. So when was it that you moved to the UAE and where did you move from? So I moved to the UAE four years ago. Okay, so same just, as me then. Yeah. yeah, so we've just come to the end of another academic year here in the UAE, which marks yeah, officially four years. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, and it was today, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's amazing to be able to reflect back on that that journey yeah and the time goes so quick doesn't it crazy quick yeah it's it's like on another level Mm. because I feel the same when I'm looking back people ask me how long we've been in the UAE and I'm like whoa (laughs) it's kind of (laughs) weird um but yeah so congrats on completing your fourth year so so let's talk about your decision to move was it was it a snap decision was it something you were gearing up for for a long time was it something you were quite anxious about um I love to hear this from all of all of the guests that have moved to the UAE yeah so for me it was more of a case of being in the UK and the situation that I was in in the UK over the the two years teaching in the UK so I was at a stage of my life where I was ready for independence. I'd spent some time at university okay, and then been away at university, amazing time, and then came back to my hometown in Telford and then taught there for two years. But of course, as part of that process, moved back in with my family. And okay. although they're lovely people, I, <laughs> I, was, I was ready after the second year to, to have some independence. Yeah. And there was always this niggling feeling in the back of my head of like, you could probably go and explore the world. There was kind of for me, a bit of a love of travel anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'd kind of burnt out all the European cities. Yeah, yeah. All the Ryanair flights had ticked all the cheapest ones yeah. off. <laughs> and then I was like, right, okay, where else would I like to go? Well, I'd like to go to these different places. Yeah. But I also know a lot about teaching in the UAE. I had a neighbor who taught in, in Dubai and I was Got hearing it. all these different things about how they were finding it. I was like, oh, this, this, sounds, this sounds good. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was a, a kind of a... I'm going to go and check this place out. So I yeah. came on here on holiday, came around on holiday. Okay. And I was like, okay, I like this. Yeah, so yeah. then as soon as I went on the holiday, came back from Dubai, I knew then it was like, a, right, I'm going to go and, and research. I'm going to type up and find out everything and cool. start trying to get the job. Yeah, yeah. I looked into things before then, but I don't think I took it very seriously. Mm-hmm. Just kind of sent out a few applications, see what comes out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, it was when I came back from the holiday that I was like, no, nah, I'm going to take this seriously now. That's, yeah. that's where I want to be. That's cool. That was going to be one of my, my questions, actually, is did you know anybody that was already teaching? Because okay. I think to a lot of people, they almost just don't realise that there's this whole other life. Or well, that was yeah. for, for me anyway. I just kind of thought, yeah, England, that's the centre of the universe for me. And I just yeah. didn't really know that there was this whole other life like yeah. somewhere else in the world um yeah that's really cool that must have been a great feeling when you got offered the job and everything a lot of excitement it, yeah it absolutely was I was in a fortunate position after I started to take it seriously where I really knuckled down with the applications and then I was I was given two different offers at the same time and I was like, oh, okay this yeah. is a real privilege uh, and then that's when I kind of knew 
yeah, this is yeah, this is the right thing for me when I got that offer through. Really exciting. And was there any nerves as well or all excitement? The process of moving to Dubai, uh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there, there, there was absolutely. I think one of the challenging things is though, like the, the feelings of nervousness and excitement are the same, the butterflies in the stomach, all those yep. sorts of things. So I think I was initially like, oh, I've got so many different things to do because being a teacher out here, you need all your decrees attested, uh, lots of different paperwork like the attestation but also looking at other things starting to pack so I was like okay daunted by the initial process yeah but then also like oh I'm going back to that place that I visited yeah so it was starting to be that that excitement okay I'm going to be here I'll be able to do that and building that excitement so yeah bit of both yeah. nervousness and bit excitement. Both. yeah and when you're thinking like four years on what is there anything that you kind of think that you'd want to tell your past self kind of you know maybe misconceptions about moving or I don't know I think it's it's really nice like you said to be able to reflect Mm. on that four years is there anything that you wish you could go back and tell that Thomas that was you know prepping and going through all that yeah I think for me it was more of a listening to the wrong people listening to other Mm. people's perceptions of Dubai the Middle East in general and kind of other people have one perception of a certain place and you kind of need to stay, take a step back and do your own research and mm-hmm. then having someone who was working here did help mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. I think the world of social media internet has helped build other people's perception in a better way mm-hmm. but then having people to talk to as part of that research process is important and making sure there are actually people who have experienced the place that you're going to go to, whether it be Dubai or another place. Yeah. Because otherwise you've just got people, for example, my head teacher telling you, oh yeah, you're going to go and teach there. That's great. But have you, are you aware of this? Mm -hmm. Like, are you Mm -hmm. aware of de-skilling yourself? Well, that just wasn't true. Right. you come over here, you, you learn lots of techie skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because schools are really well, well equipped over here. Yeah, yeah. So then you start to build, okay. So that's that's one thing is kind of... Kind right. of, yeah, distancing yourself from yeah, the misconceptions dis- and that kind of thing. In fact, I feel like we could do a whole episode on the misconceptions about Dubai and all of that and then even it's really interesting in your industry and your niche to find even things like that that are specific to the role even that is misconception like misconceptions for people that are planning their move and then I think it's almost quite nice how now Mm. you're a content creator guiding people and kind of giving your experience and Yeah. yeah that must feel good yeah, it's, to be it's able good. to help people to kind of understand, yeah, your journey and and be inspired by it. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's it's one of those things where you take a step back from what you've achieved. My my initial moving process to Dubai was like it wasn't the easiest, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. things weren't perhaps set up in the way, or I just didn't know the right things that I would tell myself yeah. basically. And as a result, me moving here, I made a ton of mistakes, just, yeah. just loads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then I kind of needed to take a step back and, and think about those things. I remember when I made the decision to move, one of the first things I did was log on to YouTube to find out a little bit what life was like, because I didn't have any friends that lived here or, yeah. or any, not a soul. I didn't know anybody. Um, so you knew one person, I guess, but still that is not a network of people. That no. is, you know, when you're moving continent, you know, you need to kind of build a whole new 
friend group a whole new network so yeah. how, how did you find that and and especially I'm interested to hear from your perspective as a guy as well because I get a lot of questions on my Instagram about people that are looking to move to Dubai and they always they're quick to say oh well it's easier for girls which it might be but mm. so I'm especially interested to hear how your experience has been with this. Yeah so I, I had one neighbour who was a friend however mm-hmm. a family friend mm-hmm. distant family friend so it was okay. nice to be from that perspective yeah but it's not something someone who I would talk to regularly um when I first moved out here to Dubai I kind of knew of people who mm-hmm. had moved to Dubai mm-hmm. one of them was someone who I knew from university and it had been a few years since I'd seen four four maybe five years since I'd oh, seen this right, person okay so quite distant acquaintances yeah, really not 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 no no besties no absolutely <laughs> yeah uh, we had a, a shared hobby of, of basketball mm-hmm. and one of the things I found it can just be the the types of people who you meet however that person in particular was really receptive and was like yeah let's let's go out yeah let's go out and the first day that I was there we went out we went night out somewhere I think it was Rixos JBR I think mm-hmm. it was something like that and I yeah, spent yeah. far too much money and it scared me <laughs> I, yeah. like, I can't do this every day I need to move <laughs> home <laughs> but then through that process I then uh he then said the next day oh I'm also going on this brunch. Would you like to come on this brunch? Mm-hmm. So then from that brunch, I, I went to this new brunch. Um, I think it was Wee Brunch, which I... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've went been there. To, yeah. <laughs> brilliant. Went to that. But they were doing like a teacher meetup. And we kind of just gate crashed this different school's okay. uh, first brunch. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, so through that process, met lots of different teachers from yeah. a completely different school, which was mm-hmm. nice because then you have that break of school and things like that. Yeah. But that's also where I met my partner. Oh, really? So, oh, that's a really nice yeah. story. That's funny. I met my boyfriend at brunch as well. <laughs> at Wanderlust brunch. So yeah, love it. That's a tip for anyone yeah, listening. Yeah, and that, that's still together. Yeah. And it was, yeah, fantastic. So then, right, I've, I've met a friend. Mm-hmm. I've met my partner. Yeah. Okay. And then I also started to, from those, you, it depends how much you want to say yes to things. Yes, 100%. You took the words right out my mouth because I was going to say yeah. my, my biggest piece of advice for people when they're, in a new city, they don't know anyone, you've got to be a yes man, yeah. and you've got to just say yes, even if you're like, oh, I don't know if they're yeah. my kind of people, or whatever, you've just got to leave that, say yes, because you never know, they might introduce yeah, you to someone, or, or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. so it's just, it was one of those cases, especially with the brunch, but then from there, I met a few different people, mm-hmm. and then we started to, I went on different nights there was like another person who I knew from home from the gym but it wasn't okay. someone who would you know yeah it was a case of oh would you like to come on this break? it's very brunch orientated yeah true it is I, th- and I think that's another thing that's kind of it does seem I think from the outside to seem like all we do is go for drinks and mm. go for brunch but it's not always the case but it is quite a safe option isn't yeah it? it is a safe option to me just just different people I, just, I suppose if you want to meet people who are interested in a similar thing to you you need to go to those specific things yeah so if you want to like, meet, like a sports team for yeah, example like you just yoga, said yeah. go, to, go to a gym does yoga yeah yeah those sorts of exactly. things um but for meeting general people yeah. <laughs> just meeting you just got to put yourself out there group. which yeah. might seem a bit scary but at the end of the day it's going to pay off isn't it because you, you know to in, fully enjoy somewhere like Dubai especially where there's so much to do you've got to have a nice network mm. to, to spend it with absolutely and then you once you've said yes to to so many different things you start to build up a friendship group and then mm-hmm. you know also when to say no because True. when you initially move out you can't just say yes to everything true because you have a budget or should oh, have a wh- budget whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you start to go oh, right okay well 
I am not too interested in going to a brunch every weekend. Those people are, okay, this person's more interested in also going for walks down the beach, whatever, whatever yeah, that thing is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you start to find what I call your people. Mm-hmm. So you meet a large group to start off with and you go, okay, I'm spending a lot of time around this person. And then that kind of comes naturally. The new people will come to Dubai because Dubai is a very transient place. Yeah. And then you'll start to meet those people who are similar to yourself so you you find friends they go Mm -hmm. but then I also think as an expat who's been here for four years it's also important as an expat to introduce new people to the country one thing I would say is that people were really receptive to me as a newbie to Dubai yeah inviting me to different things yeah so you kind of have to have that willingness and I think everyone understands what it's like to be a newbie in Dubai that's so true that's so true and I think that's why it's easier to make friends here in somewhere like Dubai where it's 80% expats versus you know imagine kind of um going out in Manchester or whatever I'm trying to think back to when I was working in Manchester and I kind of wouldn't have that same attitude to make meeting new people I'd be much too afraid but here it's much exactly as you said much more receptive it's kind of like everyone Everyone in the same boat. Yeah, everyone understands what it's like to step off the plane to go to your hotel, a pump, whatever it is, and go, ah, um, what have I done? I don't know anyone. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah, and nobody, nobody wants to be in that position. So Absolutely. It, yeah, yeah, um, and I think you know, for anybody that's listening and that is you know about to make that move or aiming to make that move soon, and that doesn't um, know anybody here, they shouldn't feel like they're you know they need to have anything to worry about because that there really is an overwhelming attitude of that but as well as that there's also content creators like yourself that Mm. are putting out a lot of great content for people that are you know wanting to teach out here can you tell me a little bit about your decision to make content for teach travel triumph sure so for me content creation was something that I started when I was back in the UK it was only something that I took oh, okay. yeah it was yeah. only something that I started taking seriously when I moved to Dubai mm-hmm. um, in fact my first videos on YouTube were from that holiday where oh, I came out here the, I went yeah cool. yeah so I'm gonna make these videos for my class back in the UK so I worked in an area where oh, perhaps okay. the children who were in my class wouldn't have those opportunities to go to Dubai and mm-hmm. other places so I was like yeah cool yeah the kids were like oh take some photos I was like I'll make a video yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we started the process of I started the process of just filming lots of different things mm-hmm. making content Teach Travel Triumph came from me thinking that I needed some sort of branding I had no clue of any okay. sort of marketing YouTube I was content, just like I need I need something to say so what do I do I teach yeah I like to travel oh that's two words I need something else yeah yeah <laughs> triumph yeah yeah okay that's what it started off as Mm -hmm. and then as I've evolved through my content creation I've realized actually those words kind of associate quite well teachers tell stories through their journey Mm -hmm. which ultimately helps everyone in the world triumph that's cool that makes that attachment but essentially what teach travel triumph is is a way for me to to help people whether that be through teaching or helping through people globally with small challenges so that they can quote unquote triumph Mm -hmm. Um, we focus on lots of different fo- content such as supporting new teachers, supporting teachers to come to Dubai, supporting individuals who are interested in coming to Dubai and the UAE. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also talking about some of the challenges which teachers face too, whether that be associated around mental health, those things such as uh, imposter syndrome and additional things so that we can work collaboratively, collaboratively in education to make an impact. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where Teach Travel Triumph stems from. And now we've branched out into to YouTube, to TikTok, any new platform that the kids are kind of like, 
oh, this is an interesting platform. I'm like, I, I want to understand that. So TikTok's yeah. the new one. It is, yeah. Starting sure. to make, I feel like when you create on a platform, you understand that platform, whether it's safe for children, so that you can also write, okay, you also need to be careful of this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the kids aren't just going like, well, how do you know that? Well, actually, yeah, this is what I've seen. So true. So there's, there's lots of different ways, there's lots of different reasons for starting that. Mm -hmm. um, but ultimately, yeah, it's, uh, it's something that I've created just to, to help people, essentially. That's my why. And I, and I bet, um, you know, you four years ago would have found something like that so helpful. You know, I always kind of think that whenever I'm putting mm. out some content and I think, OK, what what would I have found useful, you know, when I was making that move? Yeah. So, yeah, it's that's definitely a good why. And anybody that's listening, I definitely recommend you go and check Thomas Thank out you. on his social platforms. I'll leave them in the link in the description. When you are making a life decision such as I'm going to move country or I'm going to start putting out content to help inspire people, do you ever feel imposter syndrome or do you ever feel like you have a routine to prepare yourself? Yeah, I, I suppose in the past, especially in teaching, imposter syndrome is certainly something that I've I've felt. Um, with that being that I'm not good enough mm -hmm. to do the role which I'm ultimately qualified to do so. Especially with whether you're looking at teaching or moving abroad, that initial process of coming over and being like, oh, well... I don't think I'm the right person for this. Mm. Hits the majority of people who come over. I think for me, one of the big things that's helped me in the past is looking at the, the facts. Mm -hmm. So if I look at the situation of, of teaching, a lot of teachers will go into the boat of, oh, I'm not a good teacher. I'm not built for this or I'm finding this challenging. I'm, I'm not the right person. But really, mm. For me, what's helped is looking at the facts, what what's happened to make me feel this way, talking to a person and then, yeah, so looking at the facts. So for example, if I'm feeling those feelings of, oh, I'm not good enough to be a teacher, mm -hmm. look at the facts. Well, actually, no, you've got a degree in primary school teaching. You've got years of experience behind you. The children love you, or at least, you know, like to think so. Again, that's imposter syndrome kicking yeah. in, going like, oh, wait, do the children actually yeah. no well they send you cards all the time so we go back to the facts mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. they, they give you it's cards yeah, yeah it's that evidence of yeah. like well that's what the people that's that's how the facts back that up mm -hmm. but then also talking to people in terms of like okay I'm, I'm feeling that way for a guy that can sometimes be a challenge in teaching because you don't always have the individuals around especially in primary school it's mm -hmm. quite female dominated so it oh, can be interesting a yeah, can be course, a challenge yeah. to, to open up to people in terms of like I'm feeling this way about what I'm doing, whether that's teaching abroad, it can be a bit of a challenge to go like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm finding this this challenging. But going back to those facts of actually, no, you've you've done these things, mm -hmm. so actually you're doing okay is is important too. I really like that. I really like that as something for the listeners to take from from mm. that is to to look at the facts because that's so true. And, and something I would almost add to that is that you know. It's seeing other people do it, like anybody that's listening to this or watching some of your content, mm. seeing other people doing that and think, oh, you know, he can do it so I can yeah. type thing. And that kind of, you know, you can apply that to whatever your industry is, whether it's teaching or, or starting a YouTube channel. It's almost like 
it's really nice to see someone else doing it to kind of think okay this is possible and mm. maybe I can do that as well so I, I, I really like that as a as a kind of way to to tackle imposter syndrome which is something that everybody gets all the yeah. time and I don't think it does go away <laughs> but yeah Absolutely. yeah yeah that's really interesting to hear as well for teacher industry specific mm. as well so what advice would you give to someone that is you know maybe they're listening to this podcast and thinking I am ready for this I'm ready to step into that next stage of my life whether that is teaching or whether it is just moving to the UAE or maybe somewhere else what would you say to that person Sure. So I think for me that that answer is kind of multifaceted in terms of the way you approach that initial situation. You've got those little feelings of, okay, I'm interested in teaching abroad, teaching in the UAE. Okay, now what? So one of the first things, as we've spoken about, one of the first things you'll do is go to somewhere like Google or YouTube. So you begin that research process. So the first answer I would give to that is is research. But when we look at research, the big thing for research is not just to research, okay, let's teach in Dubai. No, I think when we look at research, you first have to reflect on yourself as an individual mm -hmm. because that's going to help you with the process of being able to come out here. So you've got to look at yourself and your personal situation of, okay, how am I finding things at the moment? What am I enjoying, if, for example, with my current job, whether it's teaching or not? What are the things that are going really well? What are the things that I want to do in the future? Because those steps of reflecting on yourself first will then open up the ability to start looking at location. Mm -hmm. So then when you go, okay, what places fit my personal goals of, for example, my personal goals and interests. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at your interests. Well, I'm really interested in going to the, to the beach. I'm really interested in going on nice green walks. Well, Dubai's not going to be for you. Mm -hmm. if you. If every weekend you go on lovely green walks around nature, Dubai is probably not quite the location in terms of going on those those natural green walks you yeah. can go on lots of lovely hikes around mountains but in terms of surrounding yourself with rainforest mm. with woods you know, mm -hmm. not quite so, but you need to be honest with that process okay I, I do like going to the to the woods sometimes but actually I, I like the the sand I like going to the beach sometimes too a bit like my situation okay, well then Dubai is an option for you because mm -hmm. your life isn't just going for walks in the woods, mm -hmm. for example. Mm -hmm. So once you've reflected on yourself, you can start to look at the location and does the location fit your personal preference? Mm -hmm. And then you go job specific. Mm -hmm. So from there, you've, you've looked at the location. Okay, I've decided that the, Dubai is a place because I'm really interested in being able to finish school, go to the beach, do whatever those different things are. I'm really interested in the approach that they have in this country whether it's around education or that job. Mm -hmm. Okay, now let's look at the different locations where I could work. So if for me as a teacher, then it's school specific. Mm -hmm. So I'm starting to look at the different schools that match my own personal reflections of the schools that I like. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of that, that looking at those different those different layers. Yeah, I really like how your brain is so analytical almost because that yeah. does make so much sense. It's logical, isn't it? You know, when people have these kind of ideas and they're feeling inspired by the people that they follow or their friends that have maybe moved out and, you know, they're, they're thinking, okay, where do I even start? But yeah, break, you break it yeah. down and you do your research and that's the, the best place to start. So yeah. And that's, yeah, that's only just come from my, my own reflection. I was a highly emotive person when mm -hmm. I moved out here. And that's based on my own reflections as a content creation, mm. content creator who helps people. Yeah. 
and looking into the, the, the boots of people who would want to come and teach out here, kind of going, okay, what steps would I do now for mm-hmm. you? That's the, that's the steps logically. Yeah. As looking at psychology, we're more likely to step into that emotive brain and go, yeah, Dubai, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Looking back, actually, yeah, Tom, you do enjoy going to the woods now and again, and that is something you miss. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where you've got, just got to be honest, yeah. got to reflect and look logically as well as uh, in an emotional manner, because it's very easy to look at people on social media and go like, I want their life. Mm, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> without kind of stepping back and going, okay, but would that life suit me? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. True. I think that actually um, is a really nice place to lead into a next question that I wanted to ask you, which is about what you kind of plan for yourself in the future and has moving you know from the UK to the UAE has that now in your mind you know maybe you're totally satisfied here which is an amazing place to live or in your mind are you thinking there's next somewhere else are you even going through that process for the next place already yeah so for me if I'm completely honest with you the after the four years I'm still enjoying the UAE yeah it's great I have family in the UK. My partner has family in the UK. Uh, and being here in, in the UAE, you realize, like I said, four years, just how fast time goes. So quickly. And it's only when family, whether it's other people's family or your own, it's only when you see them grow up that you start to go, ah, okay, this this is how much time Ouch. is passing. <laughs> yep. You know, you see see the developments. I have a niece and and crazy how quick they mm-hmm. grow and oh, I'm missing out on that I'm missing yeah. so that's where for me I'm kind of at that stage of uh is it is it time to spend a bit more time close to home with family mm. um that's that's where my my head's at the yeah. moment yeah in terms of professional career I still like teaching yeah yeah, yeah. I still like being in the classroom with the yeah. kids yeah um there's always going to be an element of that in my life mm-hmm. in terms of being in the classroom because I don't feel like I get a feeling like I do with teaching mm-hmm. being in the classroom from anything else yeah even even content creation um yeah, really. it's, yeah it's completely you get rewarding from content creation that's always lovely when you get messages from different people yeah but it's exactly the same in in the classroom in many ways yeah but yeah. then you've got that extra layer of, of emotive and feeling like you're making that impact live yeah so there's kind of that that too sometimes a bit harder with content creation to see the impact you have whereas with children being in the classroom you see it yeah, every day yeah. which is amazing that's so. really nice for me as well like I said I've been here four years as well and I, I totally agree it's gone really quick but I feel very comfortable and and you know at home here mm. I feel like I've explored every corner of the UAE all the hikes all the beaches etc um but I do love it I love that feeling yeah. of exploring a new place and for you as well with your interest in travel what do you feel like um you want your next travel adventure to be and do you feel like kind of you experiencing your new life in Dubai has inspired that yeah so I certainly think in the past the the journey of teaching in another place has been something that's that's opened up uh, and that's come about from my own travels obviously as I started the the podcast I spoke about the interest in travel being one of the reasons I moved to Dubai yeah, so I kind of explored all those European cities so being here in Dubai I've taken advantage of where this location is the middle of the world traveling to yeah so yeah. many different places yeah uh, up until the challenging situation pandemic etc lots of travel was going on and I was really enjoying traveling to different locations such as Hong Kong Uh, and those those different Hong Kong Singapore uh, Thailand all those different Southeast Asian countries and there was an initial spark in terms of 
oh okay this this is cool mm, yeah because then yeah. you have got those green walks yeah 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 <laughs> and it's just a different it's just it's that completely that different feeling of immersing yourself in something new it's yeah. such a great feeling isn't it absolutely you have got that that different culture all those different elements uh one of the things that kind of stopped me from doing that is the family so yeah, yeah. Dubai is that bit closer to the UK it is, Hong yeah. Kong's that bit further so for me that was that challenge that approach there but being a teacher it is a privilege because you still have those holidays to be able to go and explore those different places true, that yeah. you are interested in for example obviously with it being the end of the this academic year now you've got six weeks ish where you can go okay I want to go and explore these different places. Many yeah. teachers will choose to go home and spend time with family. That's a privilege too. Mm. But you've also got the the opportunity to go, okay, I'm interested in working in this area, for example, Hong Kong, whether yeah. it's somewhere else, Kazakhstan. I know a friend has moved to Kazakhstan. Really? Is, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. exciting. Yeah. But they, it's, it's part of that process of exploration and you can do that as a teacher, whether you visit yeah. for a little bit of time or whether you move there completely. So being a teacher definitely opens up a lot of avenues to move to a range of different countries mm. uh, for me at the moment uae is is my base i enjoy it here yeah there's that challenge of oh will i move back will i not but yeah being a teacher your avenues especially kind of in that qualified teacher position lots of different avenues of where you can go and teach mm. and uh yeah go back to that research and think about whether those locations are right for you yeah and whether that's going to be your next step and the world is your oyster yeah, absolutely. i guess yeah yeah well thomas it's been amazing to talk to you today you. and i think everybody listening will have found that really really valuable so i really appreciate the time and thank you for joining me on the ready or not podcast thank you very much thank you for having me really appreciate it you're welcome <laughs>